over here. It is the Box Office Preview Podcast. I am your host, Greg Earhart. And joining me today, my co-host, his finishing move is whipping out his notebook and writing a one-star review of your finishing move. It's on-screen chief critic Ken Jones. Ken, welcome. How are you? I'm good. If I could give a fatality to one franchise, it would probably be Johnny Depp's Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, really? Of all the franchises? (laughs) Wow. No, but maybe not. But that's the one that I always get grief on <laughs> with uh, negative feedback for my negative reviews of them. Oh, <laughs> you didn't even like the first one? No, I like the first one, but the oh. uh, all the subsequent sequels are can can just uh, get out of my mentions. Yeah, that's Let's that's see. yeah. I, I still write. I think the second one is fine. But yeah, yeah it's, it's no like the 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 last one. I wrote a very very negative review about. And oh. there was a lot of negative, like Facebook, like feedback about it. Like, uh, how dare you? These movies are awesome. Wait, they're they're like pirates of the Caribbean stands out there that yes. ride for like all of them. Oh yeah, real. the Depp army is real. <laughs> okay. Yes. Wow. Well, well, I can't wait for the next pirates movies and for that box office preview, so we can Let really them get come. into that. That's <laughs> well, let's get let's get to Mortal Kombat. Um, opening um, opening this weekend. Uh, is a fresh uh, reboot of the Mortal Kombat franchise, such as the franchise uh, stood at the time, which we'll get into in a little bit. Um, but yeah, there's some there's some buzz for this. I think the trailer was uh, was fairly exciting, and uh, there's a lot of uh, fans our age, Ken, who uh, who rode for the game initially, and you know more or less kind of enjoyed the first movie as sort of you know a little bit of a so bad it's good or even just you know just kind of enjoyed you know the fight scenes and stuff like that we're gonna get into all of that in this episode uh but first ken let's i want to get actually get into the game a bit um because for those that are um those are those let's say under i don't know 30 25 um, I'm sure the sequels, I, I think the Mortal Kombat games are still being made in some effect, but like the yeah, original Mortal Kombat, as we know, was a sensation when it came out. It was, it followed in the footsteps of like Street Fighter and some other, there are a lot of fighting games and Mortal Kombat really stood out for a couple reasons. One is I think they had some rich characters, rich fighters, um, uh, interesting ones, yeah. some interesting moves. Scorpion, you know, I think stood out, Sub-Zero as well, right. but mainly it was the fatalities, you yeah, know, the goriness. Yeah, the gore. Yeah, the gore. Street Fighter with the with the bloodshed <laughs> turned up to eleven. Okay. Yeah. So Ken, tell me just on Mortal Kombat the game, you know, in the arcade, where where'd you stand? Did you enjoy? I it? never really got into it. Like I played it a little bit, you know, probably on like the Super Nintendo when it was or N sixty four when it was ported over from the arcades. But I was never never really like into the games, so to speak. Like you know, and they've had. I don't even know how many sequels to the game since, right. and I, I honestly have not played it in in probably over twenty five years now. I guess so. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I was definitely a Street Fighter guy, and for you know, obviously Street Fighter is one. I don't know if it's the first one, but one of the first ones. Especially every arcade had Street Fighter, and um, I found Mortal Kombat to be a much more much clunkier game to play in. Like the moves weren't like. Forget like the whip and like Scorpion's whip and some of the other stuff, but just like kicking and jumping and punching was just not as fluid, I think, mm-hmm. as some of the other games and not as creative, I would say. Um, Mortal Kombat really came down to the uppercuts and um, and the and the the big moves, you know, with like, again, you know, 
punching through the guy's chest to like rip his heart out. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not getting to the fatalities yet, right? Yeah, but in terms of like getting to that point, yeah. it was the uppercut and you know and the special moves. And I know a lot of fighting games are about that, but just I'm just comparing to Street Fighter and and some of the other stuff where it was just. Um, there's more stuff you could do that or more creativity at least in terms and more strategy, I think. Um, so that's why I was always partial to street fighter personally. Um, but obviously, you know, Mortal Kombat had a lot, had a lot going for it. Um, I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, Scorpion himself is a memorable character so much so that the trailer for the moral, this new Mortal Kombat movie, I mean, it was such, it was almost like a two minute tease. Cause everyone was waiting right. for the get over here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's iconic. It is. Yeah. It's just, you know, and in the game, it's just laugh out loud funny. You know, Get over here, you know, and you do that over and over again in the arcade machine, you know, just throw the whip and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting. I'm looking at the uh, Wikipedia, and it's, it's the game was made by Midway. And right. they also made Rampage uh, and then NBA Jam and NFL Blitz mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. give you kind of like an idea of like what their brand was. It was kind of. Not not like the dumbing down of a video game, but like like a lowest common denominator, like you know, you know, bat, NBA Jam was basically like two on two basketball, and NFL Blitz was Madden with you know all the you know highlight plays like turned up again. So it was really like cranking everything to like the max volume and and, and uh, yep that kind of thing. And Street Fighter was more of a cartoonish game, and Mortal Kombat had a bit more, I guess, realistic. Gra- it was mm-hmm. a de- is a different type of graphics to it. I think it made it look a little bit more real. Um, I don't know what's real about ripping a guy's heart out, you know, in, fat- <laughs> in fatality, but it had that going for it. Um, and we should also say Goro was also an iconic villain that, you know, um, yeah, uh, icon- just in terms of how he fought, how he looked, but also just, uh, you know. Uh, I, I don't know how I compared him to Bison, but just he really stood out, and it was, it was he was very tough to beat in the game, you know, for good reason. I before you even got to Shane Tsung, you know, so uh, they had that going for it as well. What's your let's go to the movie franchise? So <laughs> such as it were, <laughs> such as such as it was, uh, really two uh, notable uh, movies in the franchise before this. Uh, one obviously the first one with Christopher Lambert, um, Robin Shu. I also had Bridget Wilson Sampras. That's right, and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and I and I use the word iconic a lot, which is funny when it comes to this movie. But you know, one of the memorable soundtracks you know, of the day, really. You know, it was a the title song was played on radio stations at the time. It was a hit. You know, there's a radio remix, um, which was it was a huge hit. Uh, the sequel was really terrible. I think it's a two percent Rotten Tomato score. Ken, oh, wow. I know. Uh, give That'd me be your a good punishment movie, maybe. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, give me your critics' take. Give me your critics' taste of the Mortal Kombat franchise to date. Oh, I mean, I never saw past the first one, and that was probably 1995 when it came out or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not fun memories. It, I remember. I remember Christopher Lambert with the gray hair and mm-hmm. the uh, the villain just kind of like. You know, not having a mustache to twirl, but still trying to twirl it, basically. Uh, <laughs> right, right. And just kind of like, why are they making this into a movie? <laughs> I even kind of felt that at the time. Like, yeah, I, was it, did Street Fighter, the movie with Jean-Claude Van Damme, come out before or after? Mm, good question. I think you probably You should probably do research. Yeah, you know, that, that would be a bit against our brand here. Uh, I mean, that one at least had, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Raul Julia. 
<laughs> have you on record saying that at least 1994 yeah <laughs> yeah 1994 december 23rd how about that a christmas, christmas movie <laughs> wow yeah Raul Julia, as Bice is one of the great, you know, paycheck movies of all time. Just it has to be. I mean, Wait, you can't imagine oh, how many wow. zeros. So Street Fighter came out at Christmas 94. Mortal Kombat came out in August of 95. Mm-hmm. So is that basically like the Deep Impact Armageddon, <laughs> like dueling studio? Yeah, I, I wish. I, if only it came out like right. a month later. A month I, mean, let's, right. I mean, Deep Impact was in the spring. And yeah, I, that's, I'd say that's within the range, like <laughs> okay. eight, yeah. nine months of each other. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll get, I'll hit, I'll say this for Mortal Kombat: it's a better movie than Street Fighter. I mean, Probably, you got, you yeah. say, <laughs> I mean, that's not saying much. No, but. it's not. No, it's not <laughs> saying much. So, yeah, I think um, I, to me, Mortal Kombat is not quite so bad. It's good, but there's some, you know, I, the, the fight there's scenes are. Elements. Yeah, there's some elements to it that you could like, watch, and some parts of it you could rewatch. Uh, I never really, the Johnny Cage character was particularly annoying. I knew what they're going for, and I just, it's really kind of grating um, to, you know, to watch him. And uh, I wish they did something else uh, with the character. Uh, Kane, uh, not Kano, Goro looks really bad. I think at the time he looked oh, bad. Yeah. I just remember watching at the time, and I am and I have not watched the movie recently, but if you put Mortal Kombat on a 4K TV, he must look awful. <laughs> you know, I, I'm guessing you'd say that about most uh, special effects that came out in the mid-90s. Right, right. Do not hold up um, well in 4K. But yeah, I thought, you know, I thought the the final fight with uh, Liu Kang and Shane Tsung was pretty cool. I mean, it was you wanted a little bit more, which is how those movies usually worked. But, you know, I thought it was a decent payoff uh, at the end. Um Shane Tsung, you know, eating souls, always a good, always a good uh, story. Yes. It's always good when you have a I villain that, that. that takes other people's souls. That's always effective. I always, I don't Your have soul that. soul is mine. Right. Yeah, I right. forgot about, oh my gosh, I can't believe I remember that. <laughs> wow. Um yeah, and uh, you know, I don't have this in see or don't see, but if this is a category like villain takes people's souls, I'm in. Like I'm a two. I'm at least a two, mm. if not a three. It's very effective, you know. Um, so yeah, um, let's see. What do I want to get? Did you have any other thoughts on Mortal Kombat? I was going to move on to the next story. No, I have <laughs> twenty-five year old uh, thoughts on the on the movie. No, do you want to break it down? Okay. Um, can- <laughs> Can fighting tournament movies still work, Ken? You know, that was a thing, you know, in the eighties and maybe early nineties. You know, yeah, sure. Bruce yeah. Lee had several movies like that. Yeah, definitely. Uh yeah. can they can they still work in two thousand? Uh, I mean it feels like they, they tried making a couple parody movies of those. Like uh what was it? Um I can't remember uh Fists of Fury or Balls of Fury or something like right. that. Right, right, and yeah, those were those weren't uh, well received. So I, I'm guessing, I'm guessing if you can't even like pull off parodies, it's not a good sign for, uh, you know, the state of of your uh, subgenres, so to speak. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I, I'm. It's funny because obviously I'm a huge fan of some of the '80s uh, uh, fighting tournament movies, even some of the bad ones. Um, you, I, me, I know. <laughs> It's like I like Jean Claude Van Damme or something. Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I I think they could work in the right situation as long as they're not like 
<sighs> I don't know. I don't know if you can do 90 minutes on a tournament you know, anymore, except if, like, I don't know, maybe if you're, if you're doing, like, it's hard to say that because Cobra Kai, I think, worked. I mean, they, it wasn't the, the entire series, but right. you know, the karate yeah. tournament was a big part of it, and I think they did make it work. But that was a TV, yeah, that's a TV, that's an episodic TV show. So a whole movie? I don't know. I'd be hard-pressed. You have to really invest in the characters. Like, not from, like, um, know who they are, but just very unique fighting styles, like, really flashy characters. I think it could work uh, on that point. Yeah, it's hard. It can be hard to condense that, uh, especially if you're at all interested in doing backstories for <laughs> more than just, like, right. one or two characters to, for the audience to invest in. Right, right. Uh, last storyline is... Uh, video game movie. Not only that was a video game movie, but they're uh, they're rebooting a video game franchise. Um, we've talked about this in previous box office previews. This seems like material that Hollywood seems to believe in. That um, keep going back to the well. Yeah. Well, and they're finding you know not only movies based on video games, but just movies styled in video games. You know, sort of like you know we had that yeah. one first-person shooter and just really get into the world of video games here to stay is this just another are we yeah, excited probably. about this trend I, <laughs> I mean, there's been some movies i i can't think of them off the top of my head but there have been some that uh i saw and i was like wow that is like the best video game movie ever made that wasn't based on a video game <laughs> right um but most of the video game movies they're actually based off video games are pretty forgettable Right, like, I I have a hard time coming up with even mean, right. I mean, Detective Pikachu uh, would probably weirdly enough be yeah. like one of the more enjoyable ones, and that's a very, um, from what I, I've heard, like a very niche kind of game. Yeah, I think I think the trap Hollywood falls into is making the movie like the game, like follow like the plot of it or the structure of it, and I really, I think they should mind the video game for the characters, but really just kind of build, just forget yeah, the structure like a of the video game. Point, yeah. Right, use it as a launching point because I think the fans like just take Mortal Kombat. I think the fans of Mortal Kombat really like the character. I mean, besides the fatalities and all that stuff, I think they're they're drawn to a bunch of the different characters. Like they, like even we haven't mentioned uh, Lord Raiden yet, you know, but he's the you know he's a god and he fights and I think he's an interesting character if you really blow him out, you know, some and uh, if you put him in just some type of situation, and he's actually kind of one of the characters, only characters in Mortal Kombat movie that has something to do other than fighting, right? He's a mentor, he's a god, you know, he's right. he's in direct opposition to Shane Tsung. So if you do that to other characters and really, you know, just blow them out, have them do stuff other than fighting, you know, then I think I think there's something that could work. That's not just for Mortal Kombat, but other movies, other video game franchises as well. Like Street yeah. Fighter. Like, they should do that for Street Fighter, quite frankly. Right, uh, right. They, they tried that a little bit with The Legend of Chun-Li, but that was that was kind of messy to begin with. So, Yeah. Yeah, right. there's been a lot of not great <laughs> video game adaptations. You know, Assassin's Creed and um, Doom. Oof. Warcraft yeah, they, was a huge. They need bomb. to take another crack at Assassin's Creed. That was like that's that's a movie that should like you have a plot that can work there, and they. Uh, I don't know. That's a, that, Prince, they, of, that could Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> well, Prince. I mean, I mean, that was an example. That was a rare example where they just. I mean, they just used the name and just made like you know whatever kind of a lot. Want, yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever they wanted. They just used the IP as as a foothold into that because that there's nothing that that move that game is based mm. off. Yeah, there is. Uh, there, I, I will be interested to see kind of a tangent here, but uh, we'll be interested to see what they do with the Uncharted movie. Because that that's a pretty popular game that kind of like Lara Croft, Tomb Raider, 
Indiana Jones kind of like right. adventure vibe to it. So yep. Yep. there's some potential with that one, but yep. uh, we'll see what happens. Let's get to see it and see. Let's get to it. All right. Get over here. See it over. <laughs> All right. For those of us joining for the first time, See, don't see as a way to quantify our interest in the movie rather than Ken and I just saying, eh, we're kind of interested to see Mortal Kombat. Not really. We're going to break it down into seven different parts. And we're going to rate our interest from negative three to positive three as to how interested are we to see the movie based off this component alone. And the component could be just an actor starring in the movie, the director, a plot element, a trailer element, anything part of the movie. Uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna each score each from negative three to positive three, and then we're going to tally up our scores and see who is more interested than the other. Ken, let's go. All right, Mortal Kombat franchise, see or don't see. Uh. <laughs> All you know is it's a movie to Mortal Kombat. Yeah, franchise. I'm, I'm like a negative two on that. Ah, oh. uh, just because I was never really into the games. Most of the movies have been bad, and uh, you know. The only thing that would that would pique my interest was if it was like actually some fairly decent reviews for the movie. Well, we'll get to that. Um, it's the only thing my, that keeps me from going negative three. So I'm a little well, okay. So I'm a little I'm a little more bullish only because I think a I think a good movie could be good. It just with just with this richness of uh, of potential here. Um, and again, I'm impartial to fighting you know tournament fighting movies. Um, <sighs> I'm probably I can go one one way or the other, so I'm probably is I'll probably be fair. Actually, I'll be honest. I guess I guess I won. I was like when just oh. when I heard I was doing this, I was like I'm a slightly interested just based off that alone. Okay, uh, a fighting tournament movie. All you know is it's a fighting tournament movie. Hmm. I'm not gonna go completely negative on that because I like I'm not as big of a fanboy unabashedly as you are. Right. Right. But you know, it's it those are kind of fun. So. um mm. I will. I'll. Uh, I'll go. I'll go a one on that one. Okay. Yeah. So for me, it really depends. I need to see like what setting it is. Um, I think if it's like an international fighting tournament, I'm like a two. If it's like something in the country, or if it's a very homogeneous group, whoever's fighting in it, I'm probably like a zero or minus one. So I'm at least a one as well. And I'll be honest, I'm probably just a two. I'm. I'm, I'm yeah. I would have been a three like 10 years ago. Uh, now, I'll say a two. Why not? I'll say a two for that. All you know about the movie is it features um, an MMA fighter as sort of like a, a protagonist. So not like he's not a real MMA fighter in real life, but just in the movie, he's like an MMA fighter. MMA character. Yeah. Sure. Um, I've actually seen quite a few good movies with, uh, with that. So I'm going to go with a one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm a zero minus one. MMA just doesn't do anything for me. I, I went to one fight in person. Um, it was okay, sort of interesting, but I've never, ever been drawn to watch on TV or pay per view or anything like that. So yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge MMA, MMA fan myself, but uh, you know, Warrior is a really, really good movie. If you ever yeah. had a chance to see that, I did see. I and did that's see all it. about that's all about MMA. I saw that in the theater, actually, and I oh, have wow. no memory why I saw it in the theater. I think it was with my wife, but I can't imagine we would have picked that movie to see. Mm. I don't know, but uh, I'll just give myself a minus one for that. Um, produced by James Wan. All you know is the movie is produced Ooh. by James Wan. See or don't see. Mm. I'm going to go with the one on that one, too. <laughs> yeah. You know me and James Wan. I love my James <laughs> Wan. I'm a two. I'm a two. Uh, all you know about the movie is it's a really gory, bloody movie. That's uh, that's all you know about it. 
Uh, see or don't see? Yeah, uh, I do like gore from time to time, uh, especially if it's kind of like over the top and and like ridiculous. Um, it, 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 but it's got to be done right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a zero on that because it can be in poor taste, but it can also be executed really well. But yeah. it feels like a toss up every time. Yeah, I'm. Oof. Uh, honestly, I think I'm a minus three. I wow. Just, I, yeah, it's just a turn off. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 it's rare a movie needs it, in my opinion. Others disagree. Yeah. Um, that's just sort of my feeling. I just rather, I don't know, it's just kind of disgusting to me. Clearly, you've never seen Dead Alive. <laughs> no, I have not. No. <laughs> Guy goes to town on a horde of zombies with a lawnmower. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. Zero, zero. Peter zero. Jackson. It, uh, early Peter Jackson. Okay. And it is glorious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All you know uh, about the movie is the villain features a really giant dude with like four arms that, that the, the mm. protagonist has to battle. I mean, it could be a Marvel movie. It could be any type of movie. It's just all you know. Is Extra that's arms is always a, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that, that's, uh, you know, that's an extra level of difficulty. That's, yeah. Uh, right. You know, the average average uh, villain doesn't present. So right. I'm going to go again. I, I'm popular, popular number. I'll go with a one. But one as well. Last one. All you know about the movie is the trailer dramatically features the line, get over here. <laughs> That's all you know. Dramatically, not dramatically. Like seductively. No, or not, well, that, was sedu- or... that, that, that line reading was a little seductive. I'll give you <laughs> or... that. But that, but that it, the trailer is a little weird, right? It wasn't the over the top, get yeah. over here. It was, it was different. So it took me off guard. Mm. Maybe it's a, a woke Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a zero on that one. Zero on that one. Okay, <laughs> I'm mildly intrigued. I'm a one. I'm a one. All right. What is? What is he? Why? Why? <laughs> Get over here. What? Get I mean, over that here. Could hor- that could be a horror element. I mean, that's that could easily what be. Does a- it mean? <laughs> For what? Right. Right. Uh, okay. Our scores. I have a three. Uh, seven categories. You're a two out of seven categories. Hmm. That's your lowest score, I think, in quite Probably a while. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> bonus questions. Um, I have three. Three bonus questions. All right. One, if Christopher Lambert came back as Lord Raiden, uh, would that make you more <laughs> or less interested? In, uh, Definitely in more. <laughs> Me too. Me too. What has he what, been up to? I haven't, I haven't seen him in anything for a very long time. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> Join those Mortal Kombat royalties, probably. Um, yeah. But yeah, now whitewashing aside, I don't care. Just he's it's so weird to see him as Lord Raiden. Just give me more. Uh, second one: if a non-traditional director was directing this movie, so like not like Wes Anderson, non-traditional, but like someone you would never expect to direct Mortal Kombat was directing this. Like, like uh, what's her name? <laughs> like Sofia Coppola. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> Her and Paul and, uh, and Wes Anderson should code it. <laughs> uh, no, I was thinking. Oh gosh, I'm who are you thinking of? Um, the she directed a Wrinkle in Time. Um, oh, Ava Duvernay. Ava Duvernay. Yeah, something like that. You know, good pedigree. Not like <laughs> yours you is know. much more reasonable than mine. 
<laughs> I was trying to think of like the most completely opposite like person to like female director, Sophia Coppola. You know, preposterous for Adam. yours was rational. Well, like, that would not be rational. That yeah, right. <laughs> no, Ava Duvernay, of course. Yeah, that right. makes more sense. Ava Duvernay, if she directed Mortal Kombat, would you be more or less interested to see? To see I actually it? would be, but I'd also want Oprah to be in it just to see. What... <laughs> Oh, for Just to see what character she yeah. is. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. Um, so you could be in two camps in this. One is like, oh, yeah, I'd love to see what like this random, you know, this type of director would do with the property. But the other hand, it's like, don't you just want to see a movie like Mortal Kombat done the way it should be? Yeah, you know, I could, I, you can make an argument right. for either camp. Um, I, I, I mean, was, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't the ultimate be like James Wan directing this for you? Ah. <sighs> Like that would be like the the ideal, I would think, for you, Ultimate. right? Um, I yeah, I think he would get why people would want to see this movie and make it the best way he could be. Yeah, I think. I mean, right. I think it would be a really awesome choice. I mean, that would produce... be like, oh my god, they're going for it, you know, kind of right. choice. Yeah, but <laughs> I would like with a director like um, I think like David Yates from the Harry Potter franchise. Like he, he would go really into the characters of it. Like they would have very quiet dialogue scenes, you know, with between Scorpion and Sub-Zero and figure out their differences through uh, repartee, not, you know, f- not fighting, but uh, By the way, this director I've never, ever heard of before. The guy no. directing this. Oh, really? okay. Yeah. Si- Simon McCoy. Okay. It's literally his first uh, feature film. Oh, he did a video short back in 2014. I was, I was wondering if he was one of the original like designers of the Mortal Kombat game, and they're giving him, no like, idea. oh, hey, it's, here you go. from Perth, Australia. <laughs> All right, uh, last he one. basically just did a bunch of commercials. Okay, well. well there you go. That's what, uh, what was it David the Russo Fincher. Brothers? Oh, David Fincher too, started yeah. out in commercials and That's right. music videos and mm-hmm. everything like that. Last bonus question. If uh, the trailer had like babalities, if they incorporated babalities into uh, the movie somehow, I don't know how or why, would you be more or less interested? I'm in sorry, the... included what? Babalities. Oh, Bay... tell me, tell me you know this. Uh, I'm not familiar. Oh, I thought okay. you were mispronouncing fatalities. No, no, no. Like, no. what are you See, talking about? I'm uh, is the thing they introduced in the second or third video game. Uh, well, that shows you how clued in I am to this franchise. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to read you the definition here. I'm going to pull it up here. Reality Muller uh, Combat. I'm Googling this as we speak. So the move allows players to turn their opponents into an infant version of the character. Oh, so instead of killing them, right, you could do a babality and turn them into a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Introduced in Mortal Kombat 2. How have I never heard of this? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So if babalities were involved in this movie, are you more or less interested? More. More, <laughs> definitely more. It's because it, it, it increases the weird factor. <laughs> that's one of those things where, like, in certain franchises, when you get to like the third or fourth, like, that's all the the studios care about is just making the fanboys happy by just throwing <laughs> Easter eggs in and just throwing in stuff. Like, it makes Absolutely. no sense in the movie. Like, this would be yeah. something they would do, right? This would yeah, be... and you can never go wrong once you're like, you know, three or four movies into a franchise, like, <laughs> you know. Turning the character into a baby or turning the <laughs> character into an animal or something like that. Right, right. You know? All right. Um, Ken, there's reviews out of this movie. Wow. They're yeah, not I, it already opened uh, internationally, I believe. Yeah. It's been out for a few weeks, even. 
13 reviews, 62% positive. Wow. Did not see that coming. Yeah, just a reminder, the uh, the very first one had a 40, uh, 43% uh, positive review, wow. and the second one had a 2% uh, positive review. So this is uh, shaping up to be the best one in the franchise. Uh, a couple positive reviews will read. So I guess the question should be, uh, will this one come in above the combined percentage review of the previous two? <laughs> yeah, that would be a good prop bet. I know. This is my, you know. Um, 35%. Well, the bookie sites used to have Rotten Tomato bets, which you and I both loved when we when we discovered them, and then they took yeah. them down. I know. Yeah, that lasted for like a month. <laughs> uh, from Jonathan Roberts, the new paper. Uh, this is one of the few times you would wish there was more exposition. Parts of this film carries on as though we've all we we've all revised for this test. I mean, like if you have how is that a positive review? I'm looking at it, and it's one point five <laughs> oh, out of five. Right. Oh, you're right. Oh, good. That, call. that is crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I got thrown off. Yep. What are you doing, Rotten Tomatoes? (laughs) I mean, I know we're 13 months into the, you know, pandemic, and it's, you know, 13th. (laughs) It's the 13th month of March 2020, but still. All right, let's get to uh, a real positive review. Uh, Sergio Lopez Aguirre uh, from Cine Premier. Mortal Kombat manages to be a much more faithful adaptation than the first film by taking fatalities to the extreme on screen and without fear of classification for an adult audience. Well, there you go. That sounds like everything the Mortal Kombat fans... What's the rating on this movie? That might be important. Uh, Good question. I assumed it was R, but yes, it is R. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think the first one was PG-13, right? Uh, that, That would be my guess, too. Yeah, it was PG-13. Yeah, PG-13, yeah. Yeah, which explained a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, negative review. Let's see, there's one I saw. Oh, yeah, from Rolando Gallego uh, from a name I'm not going to pronounce. It's it's Spanish, and I'm not going to butcher it. Uh, in short, for those who want to have a moment of entertainment, the best thing they can do is turn on their game console, choose a fighter, and spend two hours of their life practicing fights virtually. Mm. there you go uh here's another one from casey chong negative review from casey's movie mania whereas the action is both gory and violent as it should be director simon mccoy got so carried away with his insistence on taking a grounded approach in his movie how about that Mm. he called a task for being grounded Grounded. for a mortal combat (laughs) (laughs) know your audience simon Uh, all right. Well, um, box office wise, uh, usually we like to make predictions on the box office. Uh, again, we're still in pandemic mode, so box office predictions just aren't meaningful at this point with, you know, theaters at varying levels of capacity. Ken, um, the first movie did $70 million in 1995, which is pretty good. That's a pretty good number for 1995. The second one did about half that at $37 million. Uh, yeah, total gross, not opening weekend. I don't have opening weekend in front of me. Um, what would you say this one would do in 2021? Yeah, with this weekend, assuming all theaters are open. Yeah, for the, like if, if it was normal conditions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say somewhere in like the uh, 30 to 35 million range, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. That would be, you know, we're talking like mid-April and, you know, if the reviews held up in the around the 60 range, like it maybe gets a little bit of a boost. So I'm right there with you. I would have said about high twenties. Again, that's a really solid number for a reboot, especially reboot of video game franchise. Um, I think this would definitely have the under 25 crowd uh, hooked in whether they do it or not. And this would have over 25 25 males. Yeah. 
over 25 males who have some affinity towards either the video game franchise or the first movie, I think would be you know, potentially drawn to this as well. So, yeah, I think this would have done a decent number. And it's too bad because it won't do that. You know, it'll, it's going to stream. So we're, we're going to be able to see yep. it. You know, we'll be on be HBO Max for a month. <laughs> uh yeah so oh well uh hopefully uh we'll be back to making real box office predictions i don't know hopefully july 4th maybe you know god god willing but fingers crossed get vaccinated so that's gonna wrap it up um we're gonna plug a couple things so one is if you uh, have a question for us or just want to give us some feedback on stage at gmail.com that's on stage at gmail.com you can also give us uh reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can, give us five stars, please. It would help us out. It would, uh, it would, uh, would not hurt our feelings. Let's just say so. Make us happy, <laughs> please. Ken, you write things for uh, onstage blog. Do I do. <laughs> yes, I just uh, recently did uh, get my review for Kong up there. Or Godzilla versus Kong. Uh-huh. Um, I'll be reviewing this movie, and uh, yeah, I, I got my vaccination shot recently, so I will. Yeah. Hopefully, start venturing into the movie theaters, uh, assuming I can find one that's semi-local. <laughs> given that, uh, yeah, given that uh, the major theater chain that I used to frequent uh, closed down, so right, right. Uh, what are you gonna do? Or we'll get you your movies, Ken. Um, I need my movies. <laughs> So I mentioned you write for Onstage Blog, and you're the on-screen chief film critic. And on-screen blog is a um, is a part of the Onstage Blog network. You can find on-screen and all of Ken's reviews and other uh, movie content on onstageblog.com. Just click on the on-screen, um, just go to the blog menu, uh, onstageblog.com, and click on on-screen. You can find lots of fun movie content that uh, mostly Ken has written for. I've written a few pieces. Um, my last yeah, We got one, a little bit of TV content on there, too, I think. Too. Yeah. Yep, we have some TV content. Everything. I uh, I wrote I wrote a piece. This is a while ago, I think, but defending Rotten Tomatoes from the from the haters. I still enjoy that. I still enjoyed that piece. Uh, I could check that out. Um, so we will be back in about three weeks again. Uh, again, we're still in a part of the year, especially in the pandemic, where you know the hit it's the hit the big releases are few and far between. Uh, the next big movie in our eyes is Spiral, coming out on May fourteenth. Uh, we're gonna break that down. Yeah, speak for me. <laughs> I'll do it myself if I have to. I'm no, happy I'll to be talk. there. I'm just saying. You don't speak for me. Happy to talk soft for uh, 45 minutes. There's no minutes. we. <laughs> Hour. So yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll be so we're back in three weeks. So again, our schedule will be a little more sporadic, and I think once we get to June, especially July, we'll be back on a more regular schedule. So okay. check us out. We're also on the Definitive Cinema Podcast with Chris yeah. Peterson. If you like to debate, like what's the definitive movie of an actor, or a director, or an actress, a favorite genre, we do uh, we do all that and break it all down. We have a lot of fun on that podcast, so you can check that out on the Onstage Blog uh, Podcast Network as well. Um, I think that's all I got, Ken. Do you have anything else? No, I think you got it all. All right. Hey, guys, thanks all for uh, checking us out. If you're going to see Mortal Kombat, uh, let us know. You can tweet me at Greggy333. Tweet Ken at KenJones81. We also have an official Twitter account, OnStageBop, on the Twitter. And let us know uh, what you think. And if uh, you want to start any movie debates with us, bring it on. You can find us there. All right, Ken. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Adios.
let's see. What's next week? Uh, okay, what's May? Mm-hmm. Wrath of Man. Mm-hmm. What? That's a guy, Richie. That's a, that's a new. That's oh a new yeah, guy. no, that's not. The... <laughs> We're not coming back for that. <laughs> Spiral. I guess we got. Uh, we, oh yeah, Oof. we got to talk Saw movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, uh, uh, Mr. I don't like blood and gore. <laughs>